Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Previously on Can't Bowl, Can't Throw. That yeah. was a perfect plan right up until that very first ball. England would do a lot better yeah, if I, the Australians were 100 kilometres from their bat, <laughs> wouldn't yes. they? If you saw the skit, uh, you don't have to go see the new Spider-Man movie. <laughs> he had a limit of two metres or something mm. like that and while they're chatting about it, he appears in the background of the <laughs> shot, fist, fist pumping some dude. In a week where we learned that England planned for losing a wicket to the first ball of the series, meaning Australia fell right into their cunning trap. This is Can't Bowl, Can't Throw. Oh, ball him around his legs. He's out, ball around the back of his legs. This ball is swinging around. So you are here with Kat Jones and Dan Libke in the Can't Bowl, Can't Throw podcast. And we listened to that clip last week, didn't we, Dan? Yeah, that, so that, that was the, the, the fake uh, commentary of Rory Burns being bowled first ball by Mitchell Stark, um, <laughs> the Tony Gregified version of it. Yep. Uh, and yeah, this week, uh, England, as you mentioned, confirmed that, that that was something they'd planned for. Mm. Uh, is, is this something else for which uh, Shane Warne will be able to criticise Mitchell Stark? The fact that he so yeah. foolishly, uh, you know, bowled Rory Burns when this was something that England wanted him to do? It's incredible that, that they planned for this. Yep. And I wonder if they planned for it in the second test because it, it didn't come off for them the second time, did it? No, it didn't come off. Uh, they, no, they, which they'll be disappointed by. But they, yeah. they have planned for all kinds of setbacks on uh-huh. this tour. So apart from, you know, not being involved first ball in the second test you know they must be very happy with how well everything's going for them they certainly seem happy because silverwood uh has said that they're going to pick exactly the same team from melbourne yep. Yep. and uh spoiler, spoiler alert they, they may not be uh may not be very good uh Anyway, to quote MJ from Spider-Man, because mm. we, we quote Spider-Man every, every every podcast, if you expect disappointment, then you can never really be disappointed. This is the part of the show where we discuss the cricket news of the week. So lots of stuff going on in the world of cricket, but uh, we just have time to cover the second Ashes test. 
And um, we only barely had time to watch it, didn't we? Because yeah. it went all the way to the dying throes of the fifth day, which yeah. is glorious. And it was late at night as well, which 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 is a little bit of a struggle to stay up. Convenient for England fans, of course, but mm. less so for us. Uh, and it started uh, kind of dramatically as well, uh, with uh, Pat Cummins being ruled out for being a close COVID contact. And mm. we'll be coming back to Pat in one of our new segments uh, later in the episode. So That's we right. won't, won't go too much into that. For we now. won't go into it now. We've got to wait for that thought to go get a COVID test and, and come back later. <laughs> exactly. Yes. So instead, we had uh, Steve Smith returning to the captaincy, which was a little bit exciting. Yeah. Uh, and so he he went with the exact same plan that he went with four years ago, which was to <laughs> bat for a day and two sessions, and then uh, make England melt under the hot Adelaide sun and you know, cash in after that. Good tactics. Mm. Only only this time he had Marnus. He did have Marnus. Marnus Marnus was there. Marnus was helped along by Joss Butler, who managed to drop him a couple of times, mm. uh, including a sitter in the final over of day one. Uh, and England also somehow uh, stuffed it up again. They probably planned for this, but they mm. did fall behind the overrate again. Yes, indeed. I, I, I do think you could just increase overrates by playing Benny Hill theme music all day. They, they were just you know, all you need is like ten percent faster, a little bit of Benny Hill music. They, yeah, they wouldn't be able to help themselves. And people are used to shit ass music at the cricket <laughs> exactly. with the Barmy Army. I don't yeah. think anyone would really complain. The, the Barmy Army trumpeter could play the Benny Hill music, or, or That's they could a get a saxophonist idea. in there to do it. Something. Yeah. <laughs> is it? Is it? Sax- Saxophone, is it? Uh, in the original Benny Hill thing, yeah. It's, uh, you, know far t- you know far too much about the <laughs> I used Benny to play Hill the saxophone, things. so I used to play that music. So I, I, I could be subbed in at Melbourne. Next podcast, we'll yeah. be getting you to, you to play that. Yes. Marnus, I believe, um, scored four for 103. Yes. Uh, you got to keep track of the number of missed chances mm. uh, in his century. Yeah, yeah. It was very similar to Dave Warner's uh, first test knock. Mm. A lot of chances, but a lot of runs as well. And a lot of no balls too this time mm. again. At yeah. one point, the no-ball count was, you know, England was 20 no-balls, Australia zero, but Australia started to catch to up. To fight back, yeah, which yeah. is weird because we were assured by England that, uh, you know, if, if they had known about the overstepping, they would have been able to correct it. That's yeah. uh, That was the only reason Ben Stokes overstepped uh, when he got David Warner out. Yes, so very strange. Yes. Yeah, very weird. Yeah, indeed. Anyway, as mentioned with these overrate fines, uh, that meant uh, all the threat that the ECB might go into bankruptcy with all the fines that they were tallying up. <laughs> Joe Root had to bowl at times when England England had about several zillion fast-medium right-hand bowlers mm. and they would probably like them to bowl under lights. Instead, they had Joe Root bowling so that they <laughs> yep. didn't get uh, forced to pay more money. He was their front-line spinner. He definitely was. Mm. Uh, and at one point, uh, Sir Swamp Thing on Twitter pointed out that we had the number one ranked test batter in the world bowling to the number two and number three ranked. Yes, oh, that's in the world, glorious! Which is very nice. Yeah, that's qu- that's quantity over quality. Getting exactly. those overrates in. Yes. Speaking of quantity over quality, mm. my, um, I have four podcasts in my feed that are doing daily Ashes podcasts. <laughs> Can you believe it? That's a that's a lot of podcasting. Well, if it goes five days, yeah, I mean that's, that's, that's 20, 20. 20 bonus podcasts for you to listen to, <laughs> all with unique content. Yeah, we're we're, we're struggling to get we- weekly podcasts. <laughs> I thought we would do. Anyway, they're absolute heroes. I thank every one of them for yes. those daily podcasts. Yeah. Well, they, they, they could probably work out some kind of schedule where <laughs> one could do the first day, the second one could do the second day and so on. <laughs> that would make more sense. Yeah, it's good. Yes. Uh, basically, we had, uh, yeah, so as mentioned, uh, Smith declared uh, um, on day two just as the the sun was going down. Mm. So as Australia took two wickets under lights before lightning stopped play. And, and a lot of people might have forgiven Steve Smith for sandpaper gate saying you know he's done his time but yeah. actual lightning striking an actual church just outside the ground during his first session leading the team in the field that feels like divine disapproval to me <laughs> it 
does a little bit. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, England didn't do anything as you'd expect. Uh, they, they fell way behind. Uh, mm. But Steve Smith didn't enforce the follow-on? Well, he always wants to bat, right? Yeah. yeah. So that... He wants to bat even when England gets a turn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. so he batted again. He didn't make many runs. He was almost out twice in the first two balls. He was yeah. dropped, of course, by Joss Butler again. Yeah. First ball and then uh, a reprieve from a very tight uh, LBW shout. Yeah. Uh, but that wasn't really the highlight of that, that fourth day, was it? The highlight was... Uh, Joe Root. Yes, uh, Joe Root getting uh, hit in the nets, mm. or rather hit in the nuts. Yes. Uh, and then, uh, it, which of course everyone calls an abdominal abdominal injury. injury. And then yes. it, everyone gradually, the penny drops uh, gradually that that's not <laughs> what it is at all. Yes. But as, as you pointed out, it did mean that England lost their top spinner as, yes. they, as Australia were batting on in this second innings. But that, that meant Ollie Robinson uh, became uh, the, the head spinner for, for some reason that no one has uh, quite explained to me yet. Yes. Well, I mean, he's... he's Generally doing fast or medium yeah. paces or whatever. But is, this is what fast bowling parents do in the backyard, Dan, yeah. when the toddler has her turn at batting. Mm. So do you think he got disorientated to time and place or do you think he was just bowling to Dave Warner? Well, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say Cameron Green. Cameron Green has a baby face, but the, the fact oh, that yes. the baby face is like seven feet off the ground probably gives the hint away that you're not bowling to a toddler. So. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. Anyway, England had to chase a zillion in the final final innings of the match and or you know, more really. Realistically, they had to bat out the final day to, to mm. salvage the draw. And they almost got there, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, Joss Butler dragging the rest of the team. Yes. Sort of, they, they don't, didn't want to bat, but no, he did. He, he did. was the one who was continuing. He, barely, he didn't really even want to bat, did he? He wanted to defend and leave and just hang around as long as possible, which is, a, which is a form of batting, but it's not a form of batting that you usually associate with Joss Butler. No, it was glorious. So, yeah. 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 Best batter in the side by far. Clearly. Uh, so, he faced more than 200 balls. He scored scored 25 runs, which uh, sadly for Joss meant that his test average went down after that heroic innings uh, oh that dear. ended with him treading on his stumps. Please support capitalism by checking out these sponsors. Okay, my 2021-22 Ashes screenplay continues. Uh, so in the second test, which I've, I've just finished, uh, we had uh, Pat Cummins and Josh Hazelwood playing Call of Duty 12, Buster Move. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also had Ollie Pope talking to God and, and a Seinfeld slash Back to the Future slash Groundhog Day ma- mashup uh, that ended with Joe Root trapped in a time loop. So lots of lots of weird and strange things happening on the screenplay. That's right. It's a sport genre mashup with uh, science fiction and a little bit of uh, religious... Uh, Overtones. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes. I also like George Bailey joining mm. in on uh, the computer games. The computer games, yeah, yep. Call of Duty. Will there be other cameos joining? Uh, almost certainly, yes. So oh, yeah. there's, there's going to be a uh, there'll, be, there'll be bonus scenes, uh, another bonus scene probably coming out by the time you've uh, listened to this episode. Yeah. Uh, and you can access those bonus scenes by spending $3 over at patreon.com slash libcricket. So I'd recommend doing that. You, you don't get just the next bonus scene, you get all the other ones as well. Can I spend an ex- extra money on Patreon to to uh, play Call of Duty with Pat? Yes, you can. Yes, that's a, definitely <laughs> that a an feature? option. So this is a new segment called Pat Chat. Oh, what a wonderful little sting you've done for that. That's glorious. (laughs) Yes, perfect Pat. 
and as we mentioned, he was ruled out of this test mm. uh, for being a close contact. No, nothing perfect about that. No, very no. imperfect. Yeah, indeed. So what, what, was, what was the story behind uh, Pat's close well, he went, contact? Well, he went into a restaurant mm. wisely, sitting inside out of the sunshine so mm. that he doesn't, uh, doesn't get sunburnt. And uh, we had other members of the Australian team sitting outside. Yeah, so Nathan Lyon and Mitchell Stark were sitting outside and it was later revealed uh, that they'd texted Cummins but he, ha- he didn't reply to them and that they took this as a piss take. So uh, at one point Mitchell Stark uh, said to newspapers, it was fortunate we were sitting outside. It was almost a bit of a piss take because Pat didn't reply to a message so we thought we'd sit away from him outside. It was a lucky one. Was that a piss take? Well, I, I guess they were, maybe they were supposed to meet him and they thought they were leaving him on his own inside the restaurant. Yeah, maybe. I, I, I just like the idea that Pat's ghosted them and just said, nah, I don't want to sit with you guys. <laughs> I think the piss take was them sitting outside, right? Yeah. Well, I'm not, I'm not exactly sure. I thought the piss take was Pat just pretending not to have got their message. <laughs> Anyway, uh, what what are the odds? Did you work out the odds here? Well, yeah. is, there, is there a quick viz on the odds or a win viz? On there there the, should be. It was the very low COVID? because uh, I, I I did uh, check the numbers. There are twenty five confirmed cases that day from about nineteen thousand tests uh, <laughs> among one point eight million South Australians. Wow. And Pat Cummins just happened to be sitting next to one of them. <laughs> so it was a little unlucky for Cummins. Yes, indeed. Yes. Oh, wow. Well, that's um, and people on Twitter or Ben Gardner were saying, this is why fast bowlers should never be captains because the risk of them having to mistest due to being identified as close contacts is just too high. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And, and we did also enjoy uh, someone tracked down the, the Instagram buyer for the restaurant that he was at and the Instagram buyer read, you won't regret it. So <laughs> they, they may have to change that slogan, I think. Oh, yeah. And also other people were making, uh, you know, early predictions for player of the match at Adelaide. It mm. still could have been um, either Pat Cummins or the or the guy sitting next to Pat Cummins yes. in the restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, well, England would have planned for this kind of uh, setback, but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure Australia did. They, they had to come up with a plan on the fly to keep uh, Pat Cummins in optimum shape during his strict quarantine. And I, I figured that if they're trying to keep Pat Cummins in optimum shape, it should be called Project Opta Cummins, surely. Oh, yes. That's a great name. Definitely. And and they they revealed during the test part part one of that plan. And uh, that plan was that the quarantine that they were trying to have them avoid wouldn't be as strict as advertised. Instead, he would be allowed to just leave South Australia and fly back to New South Wales. Okay. They, did, they didn't make it clear at first whether he'd be flying under his own power, or but <laughs> they, they did later cl- clarify he'd be uh, in a chartered plane. Put a jet back on him. Yeah. I, I think that's safe because it's obviously a bit dangerous yeah, to be in South Australia. The <laughs> chances of getting COVID are quite high. Yep. So uh, Pat was out of there. He's back in New South Wales and he'll be in uh, Melbourne for the third test. Oh, fingers crossed. Mm. Can't hold, can't throw, coming live. Thanks for tuning in and taking your time. The underappreciated act of the week. The funniest and crazy plays of the week. Who is going to join the honorary board? The number one Scott Moeller Award. This is the Muller Award for underappreciated and underrated acts in the world of cricket during the week, and we have thousands this time, Dan. We do have millions. I'm going to start with Fox Cricket's shocking spelling, um, because somebody took the Cricket Australia statement about Pat Cummins, copy-pasted it into a graphic that they could tweet out, and then 
for some reason decided that they would correct the spelling of separate <laughs> to separate with a with an e in the middle instead of an a. Wow! So they basically Mitchell Stark and Nathan Lyon were dining at the same restaurant, but at a separate table outdoors. So how are you that bad at spelling, but not know that you're that bad at spelling? If your job is a broadcast technician and you're putting words up on a screen, did did the position description say something like you must be able to spell? Um, I mean, you can rule. You should have been able to rule people out of that job by the application letter, yes, right? Yes, I've had. Three separate jobs as a Chiron <laughs> operator in the last 12 months. Not sure why I was let go, yeah. for example. Definitely. And then you can just put that in the no pile. Yep, very, yeah. very easily. I, yes. I, I've recruited for jobs where spelling is not required and put things in the no <laughs> pile based on spelling. Yeah, fair enough too. Uh, what else have we got here in the, in uh, the We list? have uh, <laughs> this one. This one is already my favourite one. This is Mike Hussey's Christmas or his mm. potential Christmas because yep. he, uh, again, we're <laughs> in the Foxtel commentary box Spelt F O K S. Yes. Um, meanwhile, uh, so we've got um, Mike Hussey uh, declaring out of nowhere that because of Western <laughs> Australia's border rules, he wouldn't be uh, going home for yep. Christmas. He wouldn't be allowed home till yep. February. And then uh, immediately, kind of awkward scenes where Shane Warne's inviting Huss home for Christmas, right? Yep. With apparently Michael Vaughan was going to be Yeah, Michael Vaughan's going to be there as well, <laughs> which is just like doubling down on the hellish nature of it. So, yeah. <laughs> Very, very strange. So Mike Hussey just had to fumble out this kind of very awkward, oh, well, we'll have to see how we go. <laughs> Warnie, thanks for the, thanks so much for the offer. Really appreciate it. Wow. Uh, he, he's he supposed to very quickly, oh, I've got other plans. Yeah. 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 Um, so presumably his other plans are, you know, all the hotels will be closed. He'll be yeah. like in a stable, um, you know, being visited <laughs> by three wise QuickViz analysts or yeah. something. Oh, well be good yes anyway my i i think uh I, i'd like to see a, a netflix series called homeless huss oh yes and yes. i i don't particularly care what the genre is it could be you know, a reality series it could be a sitcom or a drama or a horror i don't care i i'm, I'm all for it homeless huss I, I feel like it's a, a drama or a reality series yeah but, i mean you wouldn't watch the buddy sitcom version of warn vaughn and mr c <laughs> <laughs> Three dudes sitting around watching replays of Warney Bowling. Yeah, it would be pretty <laughs> terrible, wouldn't it? Uh, uh, but Mike, Mike Hussey would make a fantastic straight man. You, yeah, you've got is. to give him that. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what else have we okay, got? Okay, so we also have um, Elise Perry in mm. the, um, the the women's, the WNCL is, has commenced and yep. she was uh, wandering around with wicket-keeping <laughs> gloves on in the warm-up or in the break. That How was... intimidating is that if you're Elisa Healy to think, all right, I've <laughs> locked myself in, then all of a sudden bloody Elise Perry said, oh, I'm going to give wicket-keeping a crack. <laughs> <laughs> yep, the natural next step in her evolution, right? Yeah. And yeah. then uh, this was being played in Melbourne. Mm. There was a bit of a storm that, yep. that blew through, and the covers were rolling, you know, getting buffeted around everywhere. Mm. And then we we spotted her in a photo, just lying down on the covers to keep them down, yep. which is so, really quite amazing. So she's not just a, a champion fast bowler batter. Potentially wicket keeper. Yeah. Now she's a champion uh, piece of covers on the ground as yep. well. She so, can be the grounds person yeah. as well. She can do literally anything on a cricket ground. Yep, yep, as she should. Mm. And, and of course, uh, we have another nomination from mm. the WNCL as well. This is Georgia Vol for Queensland. She was bowled <laughs> yes. uh, when she was about 26 by uh, Belinda Vaccarella from uh, Tassie. Yep. But nobody, nobody appealed. <laughs> 
So she literally bowled that. I think the bowler might have thought that the it was a stumping. Yeah. And uh, the keeper had knocked the. But the keeper should have known. Yeah. <laughs> the keeper should definitely have known. And isn't your main again, you know, if you want to be a keeper and pay attention to Elise Perry, if you want to be a keeper, you've got to be able to appeal for oh, everything. Yeah. yeah, Elise everything. Perry would have appealed for that for yeah. sure. Yes. Uh, anyway, so yeah, she survived. The keeper was up to the stumps. So maybe the keeper thought that she'd knocked it off with her gloves. I'm not, not sure. But yes. I, I mean, it's that, that's the kind of mishap that England would have prepared for, of course. But uh, I'm not not sure any of the the WNCL teams. We can look are forward to that, that at the MCG. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, uh, we've got more commentary nominations. We do, we? we do, because I was quite it's tickled by uh, and Mark. Ty Muller is always just commentators, basically. Yeah, well, we've got Mark War, who uh, is one of my favourite commentators, as as we previously yes. discussed. Uh, at one point, he described uh, Kumasanga Kara as quote a fair player, and then someone someone. <laughs> Challenged him a little bit on this. Said, a fair player, and he went oh, a good player. So high, high praise from uh, from Mark Wall. Very, very typical from him. Yeah. And then a little bit later, he was told that Broad was on, on average thirty eight centimeters fuller in length on on the pitch than Anderson was. And he replied, "What's that? Half a meter? No, no, Mark. <laughs> no, it's thirty eight centimeters. <laughs> it's not even close." Oh, wow. So fantastic. A yeah, little, little bit of magic there from Mark Wall. And and yet another nomination for for commentary. Uh, Alex Carey is also mic'd up when mm. uh, when they're they're playing, and whenever Fox Cricket goes to the stump mic, uh, let's go to stump mic, Gilly, and then nothing, nothing crickets. happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's just completely silent yeah. on the Fox stump mic. Fox Crickets is what yes. they, what they call yes, it. Yes, indeed, moment. indeed. Yeah, so yeah, so I, I think they they just got used to Tim Payne there y- yammering on about nothing and saying, yeah. you know, see you at the Gabba, mate, and can't you come babysit? <laughs> Alex Carey's just standing yeah. there silent as a lamb. Fantastic. So yeah, that's a, it's a absolute relief. Uh, and it makes uh, Alex Carey Australia's greatest ever wicketkeeper, I think. Yep. So continue to mic him up, please. Mm. We also have Kevin Peterson uh, decided to pipe in via Twitter. So he wasn't on commentary, KP, but he still had thoughts on the matter. Uh, what did he tweet out? Uh, so he's got a tweet quote, can someone please, someone, capital someone, please smack lion, question mark, exclamation mark, et cetera, et cetera. FFS. Off spinner with zero variations and bowling on world cricket's flattest road. Yeah. Exclamation mark, exclamation mark. So a lot of, a lot of people had a shot at KP about that, mm. mostly due to, to his record against uh, Nathan Lyon, which wasn't great. And, yeah. uh, and the yeah. fact that Nathan Lyon is, is the best spinner on that particular road. Yes, yeah. The single most wicket or equal most wicket take wickets with uh, Shane Warne, I think, but mm. from fewer test matches. But uh, as good as that tweet was from KP, I think he trumped it a couple of days later when he tweeted out, please, 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 all those pleases are in all caps. Mm. Just give these England cricketers a bit of slack. An Ashes tour is incredibly tough and these are not normal times right now. Their batting is horrendous, I know, <laughs> but go easy, please. <laughs> so that's a, that's a fantastic tweet oh, from KP wow. who leads you down one path before dropping, dropping the hammer at the end of it. Yeah, what a fantastic diversion there at the end. And I think we have one more nomination to wrap this up. Yeah, and this is Usman Kawaja, and he was subfielding uh, during the test, and he came on dancing, I believe. Did he? Did he dance the entire time he was on the ground? I think so. Yeah, yeah. he was dancing an awful lot of the time. Uh, yeah. The bar, the Barmy Army kind of urged him on, so he did a little bit of a jig to entertain them. 
And yeah, it, it kind of ties in from what we know about Usman Khawaja. Remember a few years back when he dabbed and everybody <laughs> got very excited about it. Yeah. I'm like, God, look at this. What's this youngster doing? Incredible. So definitely one of the most entertaining cricketers in Australia. And I'd like to see him play in the Boxing Day test. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, he could, he could dance bringing out the drinks, but mm. he actually didn't. So I'm pleased he <laughs> saved it for when he was a subfield. I yes. think that's wise. You very know, save wise. your best material for the, for the role you want. Mm. And yeah. as uh, Crick Viz's Ben Jones pointed out, when was the last time Marcus Harris did a dance? Yes. So, yes. so see you, Marcus. Come on in, dancing Usman Poor Kwaja. old Marcus, by the way. How unlucky do you have to be to be caught by Butler twice? Yeah, that's extremely <laughs> unlucky. And they were both bloody good cats. There was no other time bloody Butler caught anything was when yeah. he was taking screamers off Marcus oh, Harris. Poor Marcus Harris. Very yeah. unlucky. So um, whose turn is it to pick the winner here? Oh, well, I, I, we've got eight nominations. Four of them are about commentators. Yeah. I'm <laughs> going to give it to Alex Carey just for giving our ears a rest from those commentators. Yeah, great so, idea. Good, good work, Alex Carey. You get the muller for this week. Yep. And that is truly underappreciated. Mm, very mm. underappreciated, mm. but not under underappreciated by us. No, of course right. not. So you've been listening to Dan Libke at Lieb Cricket and Cat Jones at Cricket Cat. That's where we'll be on Twitter. You can go to Dan's website, mm-hmm. which is? LeapCricket.com. That's where you can buy stuff and subscribe to Patreon and all those kind of things. Yep. You can uh, follow us on Twitter also at Can't Bowl Throw. And we'll be back again in a week or two. Oh, yeah, a little bit longer. So we, we won't be on next week. We'll wait till after the Boxing Day test, which pretty much means we'll be back in 2022. Yes, we will. And in the meantime, if you would like to hear us, we will also be commentating on gorilla cricket, which are basically white line wireless commentators wearing a gorilla suit. <laughs> uh, and we'll be doing a fair bit of commentary during the Melbourne test. So come and join us there at gorilla cricket. Yes. Podcast Network.